Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode zero of Hackway Heights. It's an actual play podcast where we play the game Electric Bastion Land by Chris McDowell. Uh, it's a game that has uh, not a lot of rules. The purpose is to try to get the rules out of the way of the player's creativity. That's something that we're going to test on this very podcast to see if that actually works. Um, but for this episode, uh, this is like a like a preview of what we're going to be getting into in the actual series. We're going to be creating characters with my players, and I have three beautiful players who uh, are indulging me on this little ride, and I'm so thankful for all three of them. Uh, but they're going to be creating characters tonight, so you all can see how characters are made and see a little bit about the world that they're going to be playing in, which I'm very excited about discussing and creating with my players at the same time. Uh, and you can see if this game is something you would want to play with your friends. I hope it is. Uh, and there will be links in the descriptions and show notes on how you can get a hold of this game, where you can find out more about it. Uh, but I think we're going to go ahead and start moving forward into creating character and not wasting a whole lot of time. Or we'll probably end up wasting time eventually because uh, we like to chat. Uh, first, I would like to introduce a friend that have, I would say I have probably eaten more pizza, more terrible pizza with this person than any other human on the planet and I haven't eaten with him in over a decade. Uh, I'd like to welcome Nathan Gregory <laughs> to the yeah. stream. I was like, he's, uh, he's talking about me. He's talking, yeah. he's talking about that CC's Pizza Buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was, uh, those are good times, just eating terrible, terrible <laughs> pizza that's been left out for maybe an hour and a half. Um, hey, but there's a lot of it, so... There was, and that's what we needed when we were in college was just a lot of something yep. uh, to survive. Nathan, how's it going, man? Yeah, it's going great, man. Thanks for having me. Happy to be uh, a part of this. It's going to be fun. Thank you. Uh, I'm really excited to get to play with you. I think one of the best parts for me in terms of uh, how my pandemic life has gone was that you and I got to reconnect a little bit and play games games that we, uh, we didn't play games like this uh we didn't play role-playing games or board games or anything like that i don't think no. in college when we when we first met is that right no yeah no we, we never played games together at all i think we played apples to apples oh yeah some some parties like one, <laughs> like so, one yeah. night we played apples to apples until we were sick of it i think <laughs> like, um, all right that was a good game once yeah. the one time <laughs> Like, I figured it out. Let's move on. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, Cool. So that's Nathan. I also would like to introduce uh, my my better half. Maybe. It's debatable. Um, My wife, my partner in this Out of Depth, which is the name of our little company that we have here, uh, in which we are trying to produce uh, content that revolves around storytelling and role-playing games and how we communicate to with each other through storytelling, uh, I'd like to introduce my very awesome wife and one of my favorite ple- people, probably my favorite person to play with, which is why I married her, uh, Gail. What's up, Gail? Hi. I'm not your better half. I said it was a debate. It's not really for me to say. <laughs> can I say? So, I mean, you can say it. To debate? <laughs> it's an opinion that yeah. you can have. You can have that opinion, I guess. That's fine. Yes, but, I, uh, I debate, Gail. You're better. 
Thanks. Um, See, Nathan knows what he's talking about. Okay, well, that's one person out of seven billion that's going to agree with you, but like, whatever. Taking notes. Taking the notes. One. Uh, Gail, on a scale of one to 50, how excited are you to be creating a character tonight? Really, really excited uh, that it would be a 52. It'd be a 50. 52. 52 part card pickup. Yeah. I'm. I'm really excited to see what you end up getting tonight. One of the the fun parts about this game is that there is like a hundred different character jobs, not really classes, frames, skeletons that you could randomly get. And you're not really sure what you're going to get until you roll the dice. But they have so much fruit and flavor to work with that... um, you, you just I, I think what I really love about this book is everything kind of inspires you to build outward and be really creative and really go out there. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm I can't wait to see what, what you end up getting because I know you love coming up with like character concepts. And th- this is a game where the character concept is kind of like given to you by and you work fate. from there. Yeah. 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 That was something yeah. we talked about is. Do we want to allow us to create characters or let the let the dice roll it? Um, and so for this first one, I'm just going to let the dice roll. Yeah. So if people aren't really used to, I don't know how to make a cool character. Let the dice decide. Yeah. Uh, and that's what's going to happen here momentarily. But before we get to that, we have to add our third and final player. Uh, another one of my favorite people to play with. We used to have a weekly game. And it was some of the most fun, including the time when I killed his character, uh, made all of us cry, and uh, made him so upset that he moved to another city and far stay. away from where I am. <laughs> uh, I'd like to welcome uh, Mr. David Jackson. David, how's it going? Good, sir. Pleasure to be here. And uh, I will have to say, that's not the only time you've killed me. Uh, yeah, usually I die whenever we uh, create something. I'm, I'm usually just uh, fodder. <laughs> we'll see how we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I think I think that that death is on the table in this game. Uh I don't think that um it's it's kind of weird to say that it it uh that death happens really easily in this game because there is a, a little bit of leeway, but like it's not like you have a ton of hit points. You know what I mean? Like it, it could happen. But, you know, we we're only playing it for 12 episodes. So, just, yeah, you know, well, Anna's, uh, you know, anyone that has had you as a DM, uh, we all know that you don't pull any punches. And uh, <laughs> I, I try to make it put seem our, that way. If we put her. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you make it seem. Uh, yeah, it definitely seems that <laughs> very, way. Uh, yeah. That's what's fun about it. It's a little more real life. It's Absolutely. Not, you know, if you. If you Leroy Jenkins it through here, <laughs> you're going to get yeah. smacked he down. You die. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's no re- re- resurrection spells or anything like that. You know, yeah, you just yeah. die when you're dumb. So don't we, be dumb. Um, <laughs> we have a game that we play, uh, Gail and I, with uh, some other folks online, a D&D game. And um, they have a little bit of a penchant for, like, just going in headstrong into terrible situations. And it resulted in nearly everybody in the party except for one dying mm-hmm. and uh several sessions and several almost deaths almost complete party wipeouts later they had a session last night where they had like the best infiltration 
of a layer ever. And when it was, when they're only halfway done with it and they were like, I think we're getting better at this. (laughs) And it's been months. We've got most of our hit points still. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we, we avoided the disaster. Charge in any yeah. time that there's, we used all of them use all of them use weapons and and spells that like make huge noises, <laughs> and they use it right at the top, <laughs> like so the first all, time they deal with like something. The whole army yeah. just runs. Right. No, in my D anD D session, I have shatter as a spell, and that's that's a that's a they do they do destroys yeah. any type of yeah. everyone in in the caves just come flock to you when you cast that spell. Yeah, we they we had this situation where it was dark. They were fighting things in the dark. They cast shatter like right at the first sign of like bad stuff happening. And then I was like, "Yep." And you just hear that echoing deeper and deeper in the cavern. And everyone's like, "We should investigate that noise." Yeah. And the wizard goes, "Oh no, I forgot." <laughs> yeah. And then you hear drums in the deep. <laughs> drums, <laughs> drums and hoof. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and you all can just pose as people being like, We heard that noise too. That was crazy, guys. Yeah, did you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was nuts. We should we just find came, whoever we just passing through. Noise. We they all live in this cave. Arm. <laughs> <laughs> we all live here. We're all normal <laughs> citizens normal of this cave. Things that live in here. Don't you think it's like, don't you think it's sad that? It takes like an explosion like this for us to meet our neighbors. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. see, there's a way to get out of making loud noises. You just have to, you know, kill the people you were in that room with, and then wear their, <laughs> wear their clothes and pass it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, with Electric Bastion Land, which is the game we are going to be playing tonight, not Dungeons and Dragons, we're going to be creating characters. We're going to start uh, recording episodes in January. So. Uh, my players are going to get to sit with these characters for a couple weeks before we start really playing with them. Uh, and uh, character creation in Electric Bastion Land is fairly uh, streamlined and fast because there's only three stats that you have to deal with. It's strength, dexterity, and charisma, and that's it. Uh, so character creation is not going to take all that long. Uh, so we'll start with... Um, we're gonna start with uh, Gail. Are you are you excited? Are you because I, I you said you were at a fifty two, and I think that we need to get you get me a going character. first. All right, let's yeah. go. Let's go. All right. So Gail, three D six. I'm gonna give you the choice. Do okay. you want to roll straight down the line three D six, putting that stat in? Or do you want to, do you want to choose? I'm going to let you have the option of where the, the dice go. I, uh, I think I'm going to go straight down, even though I know I told you that I was going to choose. Yep. I'm changing my mind. Okay. It's locked in now. It's locked you can't in. change your mind again. I can't change my mind again. All right. So this first one is going to be your strength score. Yep. That's a six, a one, and a four. So that's 11. Nice. Okay. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Your dexterity is your next score, which handles your quickness and precision, is what it says in the book. That's two sixes and a three. So 15. 
Okay. I am wily. And then uh, finally, your charisma, which uh, is charm and confidence, which you have so much of. You're so sweet. Nine. Nine. Okay, that's better than your last character. It's better than my last character, which is that's like double. That's more than double (laughs) what your last character was. Um, eleven, fifteen, and nine. And we thought that character was going to be broken, but they weren't. They were tremendous, tremendous character. She's uh, cool. So we have an eleven for strength, a fifteen for dexterity, and a nine for charisma. There's no intelligence or wisdom stats. That's up to the players to decide how dumb or smart. Um, players kind of, you know, if they want to role play it that way, they can, if they want to just be themselves, but with 11 strength and 15 dexterity, they can just use their own intelligence. That's usually what's going to happen anyways. So, uh, awesome. I am going to bring in David. Howdy. How do you want to do it, Dave? I gave Gail the choice because she's. She, she, we had discussed it a lot, whether or not you want to go straight down or you want to pick and choose. Um, yeah. I, I, like, do you think it's smart for all of us to just kind of do it randomly or, or in the interest of a balanced team should, should at least one of us select? So I'm, I'm glad you brought up the idea of balance. Um, there's like no, there's no real balance. Okay. Because uh, as far as like character uh, careers, which is what this game goes by. Some games go by classes like wizards and barbarians. This one goes by like a failed career and that just kind of starts you off and then you can kind of go from there. There's not a real, um, uh, system. There's not enough number crunch there for there to be balances of like this person's a healer and this person's a a tank or whatever. It's really kind of just the three of you are just going to be playing together. Um, so yeah, it's it's really up to you. If you wanna if you wanna pick and choose and if you roll like a really high number and play you you're like, I wanna play a really high charismatic character, we can do that. Uh okay. Uh I'll uh, yeah, we'll 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 go random. And if I decide to retcon afterwards, we'll see. But you know, I okay. I we'll 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 uh we'll just right. try and roll it out, see what happens. All right, so I have to ask you before you roll this first one, does it yeah. bother you? the idea of going random like it sounds like it's a little outside of your comfort zone of just going straight down no i i kind of love it as as well but coming into this i i always i always like trash charisma as a stat usually in dnd and i did kind of come into this being like i would kind of enjoy playing a high charisma character so if i have really shit charisma i i might i might switch some things around but okay. That that was kind of the only reason coming in, but otherwise, like I kind of enjoy the idea of randomness of like, okay, this is my character. How do I? Who do I want to create? That is this. So. Yeah, whatever this is. All right. So your first roll is going to be for strength. Then three d six. Add them together. All righty. Uh, we got ten. Ten. All right. Five four and a one. All right. That checks out for me. Yeah, that is what that adds up to be. It's also interesting that like, uh, there's no re-rolls or anything like this. It's like, you could just be like kind of a weakling and and bad. 
at things. Uh, What's, what's kind of neat about the game, and we'll get into this, uh, something that they build into the game, uh, something they talk about is the idea that like, if you get like a terrible stat, yeah. you can find ways, if you can find the money or the means, to fix that stat. Oh, interesting. So, so yeah. Yeah. So like, say, say you had, um, like Gail's character, the last time we, we tried out this game, Gail had a charisma of four. Oh, wow. Wow. So the odds of her ever succeeding in anything charisma related are pretty, pretty small. Yeah. Most likely and, anything she tries to talk her way out of, they're just going to dislike yeah. her even more. And unfortunately she was playing a character in which she was supposed to be, um, like a very big people person. Oh, oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, and these just conversations just kept kind of going to shit. Uh, so she ended up being <laughs> someone that puts herself out there, but people were like, we don't like you. Yeah. That was that was literally what her character was. Yeah. And uh but like if she you know, we, we could create something where she's like, I want to go to a place where where I can work on this skill. And I go, Okay, well if you've got like a thousand dollars, I'll let you do this and you can re roll oh, your like, stat. But you have to keep the new number. Yeah, like going to night classes on like how to be a conversationalist. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charisma for dummies or something like that. Yeah. And then you go in and like say say with your you got a ten in strength and you're like, Man, I really want a stronger character than that. Yeah. You know, we could get you into like a a bastion land version of Gold's Gym. Yeah. You know, or go train with somebody and then all right, all right, re roll. And if you re roll and you roll like a a five, you have yeah. to keep the five, which means like you failed at this. And you wasted a lot of money. <laughs> That's right. So you somehow yeah. went to the gym and you learned bad techniques yeah. and you're now weaker. Yeah, you like you tore out your back like doing bad <laughs> like squats or something, you know what I mean? Right. Like doing deadlifts, you like huge hernias, now you have like a <laughs> Yeah. It's like that did not pay off. <laughs> but that's how your character uh, kind of grows is is engaging with the world that way, and that's how right. you gain interesting flavors to your to your uh, character. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's All right. it so, up here. Dexterity. Uh, that's a nine. Okay. Okay. You're terribly average right now. Yeah, I am extremely average. So I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm just some guy. Just some I like guy. it. I like it because we just had this conversation talking about being able to roll, and I love the idea of you being in the middle to where you'd be like, I want to try and fix this. And I want the number to be just in the middle where you have to risk it, <laughs> like risk low, rolling lower. Yeah. Uh, and finally, your charisma. That is a 13 for charisma. Okay. Okay. Pretty good. Well, I pretty did good. want high charisma and it, it, it just rolled out that way. So yes, it I mean, it's pretty nice. Now, um, and uh, Nathan knows this because he also played with us. But I'll tell you, like the way I do, the way the game says to do skill checks is you roll like a d20 and you just have to roll under your stat, your attribute. Oh, yeah. So like if you're trying to um, pry open a door, mm -hmm. then I'm going to make you roll a strength check and you would roll the die. And if it's under a 10 in your case, because your strength is 10, then you would be able to succeed. Got it. The way I do it, I do it a little differently. Um, I do it with 3d6. So you're rolling the 3d6 instead of a d20. 
the odds change a little bit there. Um, obviously, yeah. because yeah. the best you can do is an 18. The lowest you can ever get is a, a three, obviously. Three. Yeah. Um, but to mitigate that, if you're, if you're creatively trying to, um, uh, solve a problem and you're trying to give yourself some type of advantage to doing it. So like you, you have low strength, you want to open up, pry open this door. If you're trying to do it brute strength, you're going to roll 3d6. But if you're like, hey, I find like a wedge, like a crowbar, and I'm using mm -hmm. that crowbar, then I'll take away a die. Oh. Like, so then you're rolling 2d6. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it's just like a little incentive yeah. to be like, how Think can I... outside the box. Yeah, how can I give myself the better advantage like to, to making this and work for me? what happens if you roll the number? If you're uh, trying to beat 10 and you roll a 10? I think if you... I, I think it's up to me, really, but I think I'll go with if you can meet it, you're you good. Yeah. yeah, 10 or lower. Yeah. 10 or lower, I think, is fine. All right. Uh, and now we're going to go to Nathan. Hey. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey. So I'm going to use my um, the dice roller on wizards.com. So 3d6. Yes, sir. The first one is 13, and I'm just right. going to go down like everybody else did. Okay, so 13 strength. You're the strongest guy in the party right now. What? Yep. 11. 11 dexterity, and then charisma is? 10. 10. 10. All right. That's not bad. No, you guys, I think you guys have good scores. Like, you have a person who has a high dex. You have a person who's good at charisma and you have a person who has uh, a high strength like you. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, since I have you here, I have a feeling that, uh, David, correct me if I'm wrong. You're the youngest person in the group. I would need to know everyone else's ages to, uh, determine if that's true, <laughs> but probably we're all the same age, basically. We yeah. yeah. So, yes. I know you're younger than me. So, all right. Okay. Uh, so we're going to go to you last because, because you're the youngest, it has an important, uh, effect on the game. So oh. you're going to be the last one to know what your class is. Um, <laughs> this is in the rules or is this something to make it up? It is in, it is the, in rules. the rules. Really? It's in the book. Okay. Okay. For some reason, like, I just automatically thought of a mechanic where you're like, there's this little weird rule about the youngest, and this is yeah. like a death match in which we all chase him down. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're the yeah. rabbit. Start to yeah. run. And we're like, what? No, I'm just expect, I don't know what this twist means. It's like, okay, so your character is, it's literally a baby. You're just like a strong yeah. baby. It's not, it's not that crazy. Okay. It's, it's really, it's really kind of simple, but like, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to your character last. Uh, and we're going to start with, uh, with Gail again, um, choosing your character. Now, the way the game works, let me pull up the matrix. Um, the way it works. All right. Over here on the right hand side of this, uh, you can see this ability score matrix where you take your lowest score and your highest score and you find a number in the middle. Okay. Now we can do that. So for example, 
Gail, your uh, your lowest score is what? Nine. Nine. So we'd go to nine, and what's your highest one? Fifteen. Fifteen. So you would be a sixty-one. Sixty-one. So we could do it that way, or we can go full random, and you all would each roll a D one hundred. And that would be how you select your career. Now, in theory, the way this is kind of situated is that people with like really bad scores get like a really cool job. So it's a little balanced that way. Mm-hmm. But if you if you want to throw caution to the wind and roll a D100 and find out what you get, we can go that way too. Gosh, I so, never want to do it both ways. <laughs> like, I know, right? I'm like, yeah. hey. I vote random myself, but I'm, you know, I'm fine with whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's rando it up. Right. So, like okay. one, you're like a shit shoveler, but like <laughs> ninety four. No, opposite. Oh, flip it, flip oh, it. Oh, oh, so, oh, like, yeah. yeah, I I understand. So, like one would have like cool stuff on their person, whereas uh, the higher you go, like maybe, I, I, like I don't know how realistic the the balancing not, is here. It's not that. It, it's all kind of crazy. Okay. It's not all like, that. There's different. not a huge difference from what I. It doesn't feel that way to me, anyways. Yeah. It feels. But this is it just, feels like this it's all is their cool. profession or their former profession or. Yeah, okay. and this former profession is going to determine what you start with as a character, any special little traits that you have. It's our failed career. It's our failed career. That's so. So, yeah. for example, so is- I used to be work in a video rental store, so I have a bunch of. VHSs and which I do. I think I still have have some VHSs around here somewhere, and and old crappy DVDs and stuff like that. So those are the items that I have from that failed career that I no longer work at. Yeah. Yeah. So how useful that is to you in this game That's is kind of up to you. Yeah. Do we decide like how recently we failed at this career? Yeah. Like, so once okay. we get once we get everybody's failed career, we're going to discuss how you all ended up coming together okay and we'll kind of piecemeal these this information together as to like why you guys are together and yeah how recent it was that you failed your career we'll also find out uh maybe how you left your career like or what was the last thing you did there yeah um yeah so uh we're gonna start with we're gonna start with gail uh gail this this role is the most important role you're going to make tonight. Okay. I'm good with that. It's also probably the last roll you're going to make tonight. Ah, uh, you don't know me that well. <laughs> you're just going to keep rolling tonight. Uh, 80 even. Oh, boy. Where are we going to go? We're going to go. With that. 80. I'm so, so excited. I'm passing some of my favorite failed careers and <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to pull it up for you. Yay. All right. <laughs> you are an agricultural saboteur. You carried out dirty jobs for malicious farmers. Now you see Bastion is even more ruthless. Uh, you get, you get, you get, you get a pitchfork to start and it is bulky. 
that is that like two hands? Uh, I think so. Something like that. Um, bulky. I'll I'll be able to take time to figure out what all these like conditions mean when but, I want to, uh, to to stab something with it. Okay, and it's a D six. Yeah. And yeah, it does a D six damage. Uh, oh, it isn't the last roll. You get to do two more rolls. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, I knew it. So um, so now we need for you to roll your your starting money. Okay. Two. I got two monies. All right. You have two dollars. Uh, and then also, uh, who was your last employer? Curious creameries. Take a big urn of strange milk. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you've got a big urn of strange milk to start this game. And two dollars. Okay. So much juice. <laughs> so much juice. I love this game so much. I love the art. Yes. What is happening? It looks minimalistic, but it's not. It looks like it still has like so much flavor to it, even though it's just like these little scratches. Ah, it's so good. All right. And then your last roll is your hit points. And. Okay. What'd you get? Four. Four. What's the last scrap of your life as a saboteur? And with the four. You have a sack of machine scrap. One in six chance of any machine part you need is in there. Oh. So you have a sack of just. So what is it? A one in six chance. So I will. Yeah. So I could say, can I reach into my sack and roll a D6 and see if I. Is there a door handle in here here that we can use? Or or like is a spigot or something that we can use to do something? And I'll give you a one in six. To reach your, your satchel. This is a ridiculous character already. So. This is so weird. This is so I weird. Love this it. is so weird. I so, love this game so much. So I know Bastion is the city. It's the the metropolis. The Right. Um, so Bastion is the name of the this metropolis. And then we're going to be playing in a borough called Hackway Heights that I created. Um, Chris McDowell, who invented this game has this incredibly cool system for like helping um, facilitators of the game develop their own borough. And I've developed a, what I think is a pretty neat one. And you've played in it a little bit. So you, you know a little bit of its, of its mystique and its, its intricacies. Um, not a lot, but like, I'm really excited to, to, to go there. But yeah, you, yeah, so you can talk about your characters. It's something to think about for when we come back to you after I, I deal with David and Nathan's characters is, um, you know, did you, were you working for maybe a company is Curious Creameries in the city and they outsource from the farms nearby? Well, and that's, and that's what, that's you're what doing. I was going to ask is what, what's, what's the place outside of Bastion called? Uh, it is called, I believe it's called in the game, they call it big country. Big country. So I could be from big country or, or I could be from Bastion or vice versa or, or, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's called deep country, not big country, country. deep country, deep country. Or you could be somewhere in the middle. 
You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's it's kind of up to you. And but it's something to think about. We can we can invent that together. One last thing before uh, mm-hmm. we switch it over to Nathan. Um, what were the names that were on that for inspiration? <laughs> oh, it does have sample names. Uh, it has four of them. Uh, Ermer. Ermer. Ibley. Ibley. Dale. <laughs> like Dale, but Dale. Dale. D-A-Y-A-L. D-A-Y-A-L. Yeah. Dale. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Dale and uh, Annie. Okay. A-N-I. Okay. Thank you. Or Annie. Trying, I don't know. Trying to think. All right. Thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> give, give that some thought. Uh, Nathan, what did, you, what did you think about that? Her character. I, I, love, you, I love that freaking character. That's so awesome. Cool. <laughs> Agricultural saboteur. You're going to work with a former, a former one. <laughs> like, that is amazing. That's so nuts, man. Uh, I was actually, I was in the car and this is the one I flipped to today. And I was like, that's fucking cool. That is so cool. What a cool character. Because, I mean, you know, with the what we played around with before, I mean, it makes perfect sense that that kind of a... Uh, job could be in this world but we didn't do anything that was anywhere close to that you know no that's such cool pretty excited about uh all right man uh so we're gonna do a d100 and uh you're gonna tell me what you got 32 32 we're going back 32 okay all right Let's uh, let's see if I can find this page real fast on the PDF. Oh, there are. This is a special one. There are two. Oh, God. I almost don't want to tell you what the first choice is because I was going to use this as a surprise in the game. Oh, okay. Um, well, you can do, do whatever it's But uh, I feel... I feel like it's okay if I just if I just give you the option, right? So the first choice is what is uh it's like a species in the game that when we played you didn't run into yet. I most likely uh, want to do that. <laughs> uh all right, these <laughs> uh I want to do that. Uh it is I have no idea call, what this species is. It's it's slime that can't talk or move. I don't know. Once I describe it, I don't know if you're going to want to play it, but I'm pretty sure you're going to love that this exists. They're called mockeries. And mockeries are an imitation of life in felt, wood, and string. They don't need to eat, drink, sleep, or love, but still feel the drives to do so. Um, They are essentially uh, Muppets. Uh, yeah. Muppets that exist in this world. That so that's awesome. that's A. <laughs> that's choice and, A. And so with that, if I do that choice, there are still it's a it still has some sort of um other yeah. stuff that comes with it. That's like it's had some kind of a life, right? Yeah, it would for so for this one, you would be able to when you roll, it would be what kind of mockery are you? So it would determine what kind of mockery you were. Mm-hmm. Um, so what kind of animal, uh, your, your felt creature is, 
Um, and then, uh, and then it would be, what is your theatrical flair? Awesome. So that's, that's a, we'll put a pin in that for now. And then B, uh, is, uh, alpha tester for safety. You had to push the button, flip the switch, taste the glue. Your contract was the only thing worse than your pay. Yeah. Which is not a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, if I do the Muppet, does that mean I have to talk like this all the time? <laughs> like, like your head's like going <laughs> like, back? I, like, like I'm Muppet? No. Uh, no, yeah. I'm definitely no. I'm definitely going Muppet. Of course you are. Of course. Well, I, a mockery. Sir. Yeah. I love it. I love that they're Muppets. like, they're, like we're giving you an option. Do you want to be this really cool, crazy Muppet creature or a guy that pushed buttons? like i don't know you could probably get some cool stuff if you were an alpha tester you know what i mean there's probably some like cool cool gear um all you're getting is a mockery is like all right well we're gonna find out yeah so you're gonna be a mockery i'm gonna show you the uh the page uh (laughs) they have names like tremor poggy pseudo and drench it uh and uh, you get a hidden knife out of the gate that does a D6 damage if you hit somebody with it. And three, three mock bombs that do a D8 small blast. And I'll send all this to you guys um, after the session. So you already start with a knife and bombs. Nice. Uh, which is insane. And then I roll like a, a D6. And you'll roll a D6. This will tell you what your starting money is and what type of uh, mockery are you. Three. So you are a mock lizard. Nice. And you get a monocle. Nice. So you have three starting money. You're a lizard with a monocle. Man and bombs, <laughs> a lizard monocle, bombs and a knife. This character is uh, batshit crazy already. All right. That. In order to find out your hit points, we need to roll another d6, and this will also determine your theatrical flair. One. Wow. Uh, song and dance. Take a musical instrument. So one HP. Great. One HP. Awesome way to start. Guess it is a Muppet, so can't expect much. You're I think you're this also the strongest too, right? You're the strongest yeah. one, but you have one one HP. Yeah. This will uh, be fun. So any musical instrument, or do I roll for a musical instrument or no, you you tell me. Whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And you can think about it if you want to, if you want to, while I'm working with David, you can, uh, yeah. you can think about it. Yeah. I'll think about it a little bit. All right, man. Awesome. Uh, any other questions before I move on? Nope. Got it. I'll think of a name and an instrument. Awesome. Oh man. David, <laughs> David. So here's what's special about this. What's special about this system is that Gail or this night is that Gail and Nathan have played with me. Uh, with this game, uh, I think four times, yeah, four sessions total. 
And so we went through the whole character creation, did all we've 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 done that. David is has never read the book. That's part of the reason why I wanted to play this game is I wanted to try something where I like to play games where like my players don't have to buy a book to play. I can just say it to them. And they understand how to play the game. No, I would have read the whole book, but you were like, no, no, we'll, I know. we'll figure it out as, as you go. So that's something, but I mean, my whole perception of even what this game is has changed. I didn't even know agriculture saboteur was a job you could have. And yeah. now, now we have someone that failed at it. And the story of how, how, how did she fail at this? Did she, I can't wait to find out. Did she get caught? Did she actually like make the crops better? And it was like, wow, that's not what you should do. I uh, <laughs> no, you failed at this. And, and uh, yeah, Nathan's a failed Muppet, or I, I guess he didn't fail. Yeah, just, failed, failed mockery, or, yeah, or he is cannot ju- take any damage. He is just a mockery and yeah. uh, taking damage. Um, and, and we'll get into combat and stuff when we start playing. Oh, um, hopefully, so it never excited. comes to that. All right. Um, but yeah, he doesn't want to take damage, but he has an arsenal. He, he's got an that, arsenal, but he's also a lizard with a people. monocle and you know a musical instrument. So who's really going to want to take yeah. that? And he's he's with you guys now. Yeah. There's a guy with the bombs. There's a person who is the agricultural saboteur, and then we're about to find out whatever the hell you're going to be and how Ooh. you fit into that couple. Yeah. Um. So D100. All right, let's do it. I'm so excited. Oh yeah. So that is going to be a 65. Here we go. 60, 65. All right, whatever this is. Don't just be an accountant. Be some cool. It is. Oh, it is not. It is not that. Uh, you are a squid bagger. What is that? Seven. <laughs> 70% of Bastion's products contain cephalopod-derived parts. According to these studies, you keep the city running, but you failed at that. Um, so a squid bagger. Uh, they have names like Otto, Cephi, Craker, Palpine. Uh, you don't have to use any of those names. Wait, wait, those are names of people that are would be squid baggers? Yeah, those are just little sample names, little uh-huh. flavors to give you uh, get you inspired. You don't have to use any of that stuff, but kind of puts you in uh puts you in the mood maybe perhaps of uh what your character's going to be like that also nathan and, and gail if you guys are listening uh names <laughs> obviously that's something else. Uh, i always forget names it's like usually the last thing i come up with um but yeah you're a squid bagger uh and you get you get automatically you're going to get a squid hook uh which is d6 and bulky and you get a bag <laughs> I got a squid hook in a bag. That's all a yeah. squid bagger needs. You get to, yeah, yeah. That's all a squid bagger needs. If matey uh, is his squid hook in his bag, his bulky ass oh squid hook. Um, and a bag, just like a burlap, like sack. Yeah. All right. Yeah. If that's what you envision you putting squids in. Yeah. That's what, that's what you got. <laughs> This is so good. All right, you're going to roll a D6 one more time, or two more times, but All right. this first one is your starting money. Five. Five. So you five have five dollars, five monies, and uh, the you answer the question, what always accompanied you to see? And the answer is 
a friend urchin. I have a little so you have an urchin. Yeah, urchin. he has one HP. Irritating but a harmless spines. And it hums comfortingly. Oh my gosh. A little urchin friend with one HP. Oh my yeah. gosh. No one better ever kill that little urchin. Yeah. It'll probably be the first thing you forget when we're playing this game is that you have this urchin on you. No, 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 no. That's going to be core to my character. <laughs> Gail, Gail has a character in a game and she has a dog. And anytime pets are involved, I always see like they forget like, <laughs> the dogs there or the animals there. No, the um, urchin's going to have more of a backstory than my squid hooker, uh, squid bagger. Squid yeah. bagger. I like squid hooker. Squid hooker is cool. Yeah, I got squid that hook, but neat. I'm squid bagger. All right, yeah. And then we're going to roll it one more, one more time. This is really the last time. Okay. And this will be your hit points. Four. Four. So you have four hit points. And this answers the question, what did you always want to do instead? And the answer is be a fortune teller. So you take a deck of cosmic tarot. But you don't really understand it. I always wanted to be a fortune teller, but I. So you I, have a I'm you have a deck of tarot cards that you don't know what to do. With. <laughs> of course. Could be failed wow. career number two. Wow. Okay. Squid, bagger, agricultural. What was it? What agricultural saboteur. saboteur? Yeah, and a mockery. Walk into a bar. So, let me bring our friends back in because this affects all of them. Hey, before we get to the rest of character creation, I just want to take this moment to tell you about our Patreon. Uh, it's episode zero, and we already have one. If you find a value in what we're producing, whether it's in the podcast or in the videos that we do over at YouTube, and you'd like to encourage us to keep doing what we're doing, words are dandy, but coin is handy. And it takes a bit of that coin to invest in the equipment, programs, and artists that work with us on this show. It's important to Gail and I that we pay our performers for their time because their time, talent, and creativity is valuable to us. And if this is valuable to you, open up another tab and head over to patreon.com slash get out of depth and join us at any level you feel comfortable with. We can't offer much in the way of perks right now, but I assure you that as we grow, so will our capacity to give more to our supporters. So that's patreon.com slash get out of depth. Thank you so much for listening even this far. And back to the rest of episode zero. Every career also has a, a little addendum. That says that if you're the youngest player in the group, then you owe 
your group as a whole owe $10,000 in debt to, and there's a different answer for every career. So Squid Bagger is the one that belongs to David. And since he's the youngest, we have the answer for who you all owe $10,000 to. The answer is uh, you all owe $10,000 in debt to Mr. Dick, a colossal mock shark and loan shark. He attacks your ship if you go out to sea without paying your debt. He's a literal shark. He is, well, not a literal. He's a mock shark, like Nathan's a mock lizard. So he's he's a Muppet shark. Yeah, he's a felt, felt. wood. Shark. What's his name again? Mr. Dick. Mr. Dick. Can you spell that? And, uh, yeah, D-I-C-K, Dick. <laughs> and so... Do you know- uh, wait, could you, could you read that one more time? Uh, so we owe him money, and what does he do? He... Uh, if you try to get on your ship yeah. and go out to sea, he will attack your ship. Until you we pay, pay his debt. Until you pay your debts. All right. So, he's a problem. And he'll probably do more than that in this game if you guys don't come up with the money. But it's ten. But but it's us all collectively owe this to the same person. So somehow the yes. three of our debts are intertwined. So That's now we get we to, to what I debt. feel is the like one of the key ingredients right. for why this game works is that everybody shares this ten thousand dollar debt. It's baked into the character creation, so that when you start this game, you're automatically trying to figure out. How do I interact with this world in a way that gets me this money? And it's up to you guys to figure it out. Um, but it also binds you all in this in this debt, in this collective problem um, that you all have to figure out how to solve um, or not solve. You could ignore it if you want to. It's just going to lead to problems. But like, you know, every, there's going to be problems no matter what you do. But yeah, we have a mock, mock shark. We have a we we essentially have a a, a villain. Yeah. For yeah. This, for this game. Yeah. And uh, is if it's not something we can really like try and skirt around. Like he he's just he knows when we're on the sea. Like it's, yeah. this is pervasive. It's. Uh, I think we're, we're landlocked. I, th- I think he's got he's got people. Yeah. He's got eyes. And he knows your movements. Because you owe him a large sum of money. And so he has, he probably has like a beat on you. So, yeah. So going to sea is probably not, he's, he's trying to keep you locked in to Hackway Heights, probably. This is insane that. Yeah. I feel like this happened the last time when we were, when we were practicing, you, me, and Nathan, um, or trying out the game. uh, Is this like, the fact that it's a mock shark and we have a mockery and then David, uh, his failed career was as somebody on the ocean. And to be honest, like I was thinking, and I'm going to tell you all this. I was thinking that I was going to be salty Sally Hill who would salt farms so that they were ruined 
And so it's like the idea of like, maybe I got salt from the shark. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like sea salt? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. I didn't get sea salt. Uh, like, I already chose salt as my as my Yeah, and my that could be why you failed. It. Like, that's, your, that's your stash of salt. Yeah. Like, I owed him a lot of money, and then, like, somebody didn't pay me or turn, salt. turn me in. And Yeah, did Mr. Dick used to get you your salt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was my contact. <laughs> he, was your, he was your salt hookup for salt. these. Ugh. And then business dried around. up because you. And because I, I have such yeah. high dexterity, I was able to sneak in and salt all of the without anybody catching me. Yeah, well, how? Yeah, we'll have to get to why you didn't succeed. Yes. I've, I've, <laughs> what if? Uh, what if I, while I was out, you know, squid bag and squid, uh, I offered you like a better deal of like I can I can get you lower prices than Mister Dick can. Uh, even though, so under the table, I was getting him salt. And when he found out, you know, we, we can figure out if maybe uh, there's a way to connect our debts together that way. Yes. Do you think like you, you kind of like, you screwed her up by doing that? Like you. Yeah. So I, I know full well that like, you know, Mr. Mr. Dick is the, is the salt supplier in that area, but I, I was trying to make some side cheddar. And as long as Mr. Dick fi- didn't find out, it could benefit us both. But when Mr. Dick found out, it changed everything. So, so do you think? Do you think you worked for him? Is that what you said? Uh, yeah. I mean, or worked uh, with him? Potentially, he's he seems to be a uh, quite the uh, businessman on the seas there. So, uh, Mr. Dick could have been my employer potentially. What if Nathan or, was the go-between? Like he only he only keeps the mockeries close to him or something like that. I don't know, what, cool. Nathan. What do you what do you think? Well, what I, do you think? Uh, what do you think of your character? Okay. I've got yeah. questions about it because I didn't really get a job, right? Like right. So what mockeries don't have to have jobs, right? Like yeah. they don't uh, have so, to. Do they have to eat? Do they have to? No, they don't yeah. have to eat. They don't really have to sleep. But you uh, said that they have the desire to. The yeah. desire to be like yeah. people, to be like, yeah. you know, whatever's around them, you know, to. But there is kind of like a um, a, a, a separation of human folks, regular folks and, and mockeries. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's not quite like segregation or anything, but there is, there is that kind of like, oh, those are those, you know, puppets, those weird moppets in their, um, you know. Yeah, not they. They were so, they're kind of like started out as like maybe toys or something like that that ended up becoming sentient. Um, like so, I was still not sure. I was kind of thinking of my character because he plays an instrument, you know, that he's musical. That he's like the starving artist. But you can't starve, so you can like look down on other artists that give up their art, you know, to try and make money or whatever. Um, but uh, he plays the violin, and um, and he could be, you know, they maybe they need that on ships or something like that, you know. Like normally, those people are also deck hands or something, so I don't know. Um, but it could be that he just plays around the docks or something uh, to get close to everybody but um but that's what i think just from all the info that i have like that's his that's his thing how big are you um 
I think uh, say sh- sh- a short human size, you know, short like human. not not Hobbit level, but so like five foot. Something yeah, like something like that. Yeah. Okay. What what color? What kind of lizard do you think you are? I'm I'm seeing it... like a a the uh I can't think of like what kind. Uh, what kind they are? Just generic lizard. No, what's the? Well, I'm thinking of the generic lizards that would would run around. Um, that I'd seen that they'll change color. Um, slightly, but they're well, they're little like flat guys. That um, oh yeah, that are kind of long. They got little long tails and stuff. Well, it's called skinny tiny. Yeah, something like that. And they can they can change color slightly. Um, I think that they're. I should look it up. Um, I'm going to look it up really quick. Okay. But yeah, I've got, I've got it pictured in my head, but I, I don't know anything about those things. So why great. do you have bombs? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, That's have, where I'm going. Have... I'm like, but you're, you've got like a dark side to you or some, a dark yeah. past or something. Something's Starving like... artist. So maybe I did. Terrorist. Yeah. Maybe that was it. Maybe my benefactor was, Mr. Dick. So I that, think, you know, that like, how do I come into life? How do these mock things come into life? Boy, yeah. I don't know yet. I'm going to have so, to come up with an answer. I was going to like, I was going to spring mockeries on you guys <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah. well, later. Well, skip it. Cause there was well, a part if, of me that I was like, Oh, maybe we should have just skipped that. Yeah. So you could spring it on us later. Cause that would have been yeah. fun. But then we'd run into this yeah. villain anyhow. So. Yeah. I'm yeah. It's here, happening anyway. What if like, uh, we had this issue with Mr. Dick and we hired you as like an assassin to like, try and take Mr. Dick down or something. Nathan, you know what? Um, because we're playing in Hackway Heights and you're privy to, a little bit of the history of the the borough, you know that there are artists in Hackway yeah. Heights who are also terrorists. Yeah. And if Mr. Dick is a loan shark who is putting people in debt, he would perhaps be an enemy of this artist terrorist cell. So maybe that's a that's an avenue, that's maybe that's maybe an end that really connects you into the, that really plugs the character yeah. into the world yeah. a little bit. That's right. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, and in Hackway Heights, um, the the location that I've created, there's a lot of different factions and people fighting, but one of the major, um, one of the major battles, is that there is like state funded art. Um, that is seen as propaganda. And then there's like starving artists like our, our mock lizard here who, um, are trying to create subversive art, um, and disruptive art that is also physically damaging to the environment. Uh, they're trying to fight against, um, the kind of, uh, bureaucracy that, that Bastion and Hackway Heights has become. So, uh yeah there's there's a lot of different locations that I've created that are specific to those types of um conflicts. So that would be that could be something. Maybe you're a failed one of those. 
or, or you're just trying to be a part of it. Yeah. It could be something like um, maybe Mr. Dick uh, like owns the salt mines in, in that area. And I was trying to try and undercut it. And maybe with all these different business ties, we were able to try and get uh, the mockery to destroy the salt mine to, to, so, so that we could kind of cut, undercut, you know, Mr. Big's business. And it just went all amok. And uh, yeah, some, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also looking up kinds of lizards. <laughs> <laughs> We're like spitballing all these ideas, and he's like, "This is a conversation for all of us, right?" And then Jay, that last thing you said, I was like, "He said something very specific, and it's right at me." And I was just <laughs> reading about a lizard. <laughs> uh, that's uh, funny, man. Well, no, yeah, hopefully we um, get that lizard thing patched. Well, I was going to say, I like the idea because again, like one of the fun things for me of like, you know, just to like find something really simple with a character and kind of stick with it. So I like the the idea, Jay, that I would be connected through the art underworld um, because again, I, I like that, that, that that's kind of his thing that he's, he's a, an artist and he just wants to play music. Uh, and he'll be, you know, he'll do things for a good cause or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's my knee jerk reaction with the character. Yeah. So, J- Jay, so, like you mentioned, like you don't know, you'll have to figure out where mockeries came from. But is there maybe a case that mockeries don't know where they came from? Uh, hmm, man, I got to do a little bit of world building to figure out the history of mockers. Because, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. That was my first thing is like maybe my dad is Mr. Dick. Like all I knew was the the ship and I played oh, on the ship. I played on the ship forever. Were... And then, so, I mean, that, that could be it that, you know, I just played on the ship forever and that's all I really knew. And... Uh, and you David's rebel against his corporate empire. Yeah, David's character <laughs> lures me away somehow, you know. And um, and you know, I've learned some pirating life as well. So I got some bombs and a hidden knife, you know. So, um, as far as like the ten thousand dollars, how you guys cre- like created this debt? He is a loan shark, but I think we're kind of leaning towards like you guys were. What, Gail, you were you were getting stuff from him on credit. Right? I, I yes. For your Yeah, for your yeah. So jobs. um but it's more you know, I don't know, for some reason I get the idea of like I was set up like he wanted or or someone wanted to take it out of my hide, basically. And um somebody hired me to go ruin a field and actually told the person that they were going to get sabotaged. Does that make sense? Um, or cream, cream, what is this? Curious creameries. Um, yeah. Hired me and technically told, I don't know. Oh, you got double, I got double crossed and then set you up, you know, had, was in jail 
uh, my name has been sullied and I had to turn to. Um, it's expensive to go to jail. It's expensive to go to jail. So, and actually, so yeah, I think, I think um, he set that up so that I was totally in his debt and like, I owe him everything. Oh, like, like I'm just basically like Mr. Dick got Mr. you Dick. out of jail. Yeah. And that, but I think he did, you... I think he did the dirty work with, uh, Curious Creamers. Oh, like said, maybe. Hey, let's maybe. do this. That's a suspicion. Yeah. That's a suspicion. Maybe that's an, maybe that will be answered over the course of the podcast or something like that. Yeah. And I think maybe I'm overcomplicating that now that I'm thinking about no, it. No, I so think, like... I think that if you're like, hey, I think I was double crossed okay. and now I'm indebted to this person who has spent money to get me yes he knew i was going to david and then with david's character like or he knew i was going to somebody else and then maybe and then between and then i had to maybe i had to out david maybe maybe both of you ended up in jail Mm -hmm. because he was supplying maybe david was supplying uh was trying to do on the side the salt hookup. And so he connected David to uh, the, the police, the authorities, they, they connected David to supplying salt to a agricultural saboteur. So that means he's aiding, right? Yeah. He's an accomplice. So now, and now, so now we had to pay some fines and some actually, I'm like thinking about the money that would have cost. I bet that we've actually technically paid off a lot of our debt. <laughs> it's like we just still got ten thousand left. <laughs> oh, like it was it was worse. It was, yeah, it was probably like oh, this is like a hundred thousand. Like gosh, ten thousand. I like that we uh, we had to roll a d six to see what was so. So we're starting with I start with five. <laughs> yeah. to get to ten thousand. As it, as it says in the book, yeah. you you start the game with enough money to buy a sandwich of varying quality. <laughs> Got it. So an old there, egg there salad from a vending machine, and there's there's yeah. there's six dollars. I think you have the most. Yeah, I think you have the most money of everybody. Yeah, um, the money bags here. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, uh, Mr. but Christmas. it, it kind of makes sense. Like my way of living is gone because, like, Mister Mister Dick won't even let me on the water anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. We could also like, you know, if we want to have kind of like separate little things and, and we all screwed over Mr. Dick in different ways, but met in jail, we could do it that way too. Like, I, I don't know. I, I could have, I, I don't know how many, uh, uh, <laughs> what are they even called again? Oh, uh, what are the Muppets called? I'm sorry. Mockeries. Mockeries. I shouldn't have never said Muppets. What are these Muppets called? I should have never said Muppets. You said they were like Muppets, and that, that's the only thing that stuck. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if there are mockeries in a lot of different places, but I don't know if I could have gotten in trouble with Mr. Dick instead because I was like poaching mockeries when I was bagging squid. Uh, yeah, Nathan, do you think do you think you maybe you all three met in jail? Like maybe you you zigged when you should have zagged, and you ended up in a in a bad situation. Yeah, 
Yeah. So no connection to Mr. Dick at all. I'm just. Well, no, maybe he got you out because he's a mockery. I mean, maybe that's how you got out. Yeah. He like put up your bond or something. Oh, yeah. He's. But that's it. Maybe we. Maybe like, we oh, serve time, but but you 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 were out a lot quicker just because you had a benefactor of mockeries looking out for mockeries. Maybe you guys became friends in jail, yeah. And part of uh, part of uh, Nathan Lizard, yeah, getting free was like, hey, can you hook my friends up? And then yeah. he says, "You're, I'll do it, but you have to work it off." Or we could do this massive salt conspiracy. I mean, there's a lot of ways we can go. Yeah. Massive salt conspiracy. I love the idea also of like, of like, I don't know, this this mock lizard who like starts to hear about maybe I could go get do real art. Not not this this the same old songs that they asked me to play on the ship all the time. And like they're like, well, you know how to how to get rid of this guy. Here's some bombs. <laughs> And then, and like you set them, I go out to try to do this thing and get caught. Really mess it up with. like horribly. Yeah, and they're like, okay, well, you're gonna pay for that. <laughs> so, are they gonna give me my bombs back when I get out of jail? Is that how this works? <laughs> no, you have them. You have them stashed back. somewhere. Yeah, like the rest yeah. of them were stashed somewhere. <laughs> stashed in your art studio. This is like behind a loose brick. Yeah. In, in yeah. a random alley yeah. on your first day out, you like find that loose brick and, and pull out the random bombs and you're like, just in case. <laughs> what does a squid hook even look like? I know I'm tangenting here. Probably- no. uh, according to the picture, it looks like it has kind of a uh let's see if I can pop it up here. You can see here it, it's a long staff with a, a sickle end. Yeah, I'm getting kind of Sailor oh. Moon vibes. Let me zoom <laughs> yeah. in on it. Yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Ooh, yeah. It's kind of like a scythe almost. Well, yeah, okay. like a staff. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's intimidating. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys just like come out like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, you got bombs. I got a squid hook. Did, did you have any type of weapons or arm? She has a pitchfork. A pitchfork. Gail, has, right. Gail has a pitchfork. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're an intimidating bunch. Yeah. Like there's there's certainly a uh, based on what you guys receive. Yeah. Like there's room for a lot of violence here, <laughs> which could bode um, uh, not well for a one HP character like our mock friend. I uh, I sent in the in the the email I sent you a picture of a uh, of the lizard. Okay. okay. I tried to do it in chat but it wouldn't uh, go. Yeah, that's okay. Not doesn't allow attachment. Perfect. So a, it's blue. A blue anoli so it can change color. Oh. All right. Okay. So he looks kind of, you know, just like nice little unassuming guy. <laughs> yeah, just very pleasant. But, but he's guy also, with a but he's like knife. five foot big. Are, are you are you bipedal or are you you mostly crawl around? Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, I, I just walk on on two feet. I got to keep my playing hands. Right. Oh, by the way, did I say that he plays a violin? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I think you mentioned it. Yeah, I didn't know if that was locked in. Yeah, I think so. Unless. Okay. Something else happens. You're like, no. In two weeks, Mr. Dick loved electric guitar, 
and yeah. <laughs> on that ship. In two weeks, I'm going to get 20 emails of 20 different instruments that you're like, I think it's this one now. Yeah. He also dabbled in bongos. Did uh, I tell you about the? Did I tell you about the maracas? <laughs> cool. One man band. So what do you? So we have a group of characters. We have the saboteur. We have the squid bagger. I think we're going with the idea that you all ended up in jail at the same time. Awesome. Whether it's by the salt conspiracy or not. Mm-hmm. Does yeah, that sound but, good? but for some reason we all have a debt to the same person and that's something that linked us while we were in jail. Yeah. And maybe it's something that he's, and it would be Mr. Dick. And then perhaps he's the one who got you out of jail so you can work it off. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how much it costs to get all of us out of jail. Yeah. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. So, so you, have- so uh, you don't have to be related to him if you don't want to, maybe he sees potential. Uh, what do you think, Nathan? Do you still want to be? Yeah, do you want no, yeah, I like to the be a son or no? Uh, well, yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I like the idea of of that. I was tr- like what Gail came up with of like that. I was I was trying to do a job for him. I totally effed it up, and um, so yeah, so that's one of my big things. Like I have to make that up to him if I ever want to go out on the water again. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I've got to make that right okay all right i'm really liking some of these ideas all right so i think i think that that kind of locks it in where you guys all ended up going to jail um and he became your benefactor he freed you all and now you know that you're gonna have to work it off and you're not really sure what those jobs are gonna be but that's what we're gonna find out when we start playing this game yeah boom there it is. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, that I think is it. We got a lot to think about. I have a lot to think about that I'm going to have to <laughs> discuss. Uh, like I, now all of a sudden I have squids and Mr. Dick and, uh, and mockeries that I have to, uh, to add into the world. I think I have to add an ocean in. Yeah. We've never somewhere. touched the water yeah. before. Yeah. So yeah. I've got I've got a lot of uh, yeah, cool a, planning I, to do. The best seer in the world is across that ocean, and I need to get to her. So I need to get back on the seas. <laughs> get training. Oh man, the cosmic. Right. I have these tarot cards, but how do they work? And only she knows. <laughs> only she knows the secret of these cards. Um. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So that is it. I think this went really well. I had a lot of fun. Uh. Talking about. Um. These characters, I'm so excited for these people. I'm so excited to invent all the stuff that we have questions about and uh, to help uh, collaborate with you guys. You guys collaborate with me on how I'm going to invent these things. I think it's just, I'm so excited about this world now. What what a wild world. This is going to be nuts. Something reading the little rules that you sent me that I thought was very interesting was... uh, how it kept on talking about combat as a last resort and about and uh you know like not every fight has to be a fight to the death because in reality like what fights are actually fight to death it's just so different from the D mentality where like usually if you enter a combat in D, it's always a fight to the death yeah and the fact that this is like more realistic in a way of like we hey 
you know, if we have a fight to death, one of us is going to die. You know, is it really worth the risk of entering yeah. that? And every combat has, has, you know, that much more intention and um, kind of thought behind it. Yeah, because... that's what I loved about it when we messed around with it before. That that it, it was that. It felt more realistic. It felt like you are rewarded a lot more for just being cunning, you know? Yeah. Like playing playing a moment for reality, you know? Like, yeah. how could you maybe get around this, being this character in this situation in you know with these other characters how might you be able to to play that to your advantage and um and you know that's where the big wins come it's not like you punch them in the face <laughs> you know like that's yeah, gonna go yeah. bad <laughs> yeah like it would in yeah. reality <laughs> so. right right and you know it's it, it said like the other things of like think about during the combat like what is your goal of this fight like if you accomplish that goal in during the fight if you get what you're trying to get you know you might try and stop the fight. Um, yeah. And uh, where's the line? Oh, I, I love know. how excited you are right now. That was, that was one of my favorites. This makes me like, feel so good. This is all I want. No. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a let total just, different mentality. Uh, and yeah, it was, it, it would give it examples of like, uh, you know, why would you fight if you can poison their water or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, this is where I come in. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. It gave like some examples of like you know creative ways to avoid the fight because burn down uh, their house because it seems like water. we're all starting. Yeah, we're all starting as pretty vulnerable people. We're not already like adventurers that like um, can necessarily overcome these obstacles. Yeah, and also the risk. Yeah, it has the whole section on risk versus reward. The treasure you're currently looking for isn't the only treasure in the world. Is it really worth that level of risk? Which is like, <laughs> That's so funny. It's like in you know, in most role playing, it's like, no, we're we're getting that treasure. That's what yeah. we're supposed to be doing. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, wait, would you maybe like try and come at it from a different direction, create a forgery? That's what I love about it. Or otherwise, creative forgery. Yeah. yeah. That's what I love about it too, though, is I think I think it was one of the reasons Jay said that's why he wanted to he wanted to try that with like me and Gail and uh James who we were playing with before that we you know, me and Gail specifically are really like that where we would be doing normal dungeons and dragon stuff. And we were like, stop in the middle of it. Do we need to go down there and do that? And we just turn around and go a different direction. You know, I'm like, just not feeling stay away from danger. Really dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Just, like we're just going to go. <laughs> they initiated, they initiated this, this fight where they were charging at these hobgoblins. Uh, hobgoblins at this cave and there was this standstill where they were like, we're, we're tougher than you. And no, we're tougher than you. And then the hobgoblins just like turned around and walked into their cave <laughs> and it became an hour. And this is not going to be the case for the podcast. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to try to avoid this. It became an hour of them like debating hardcore are we, we going to go into that cave we walked, just into, the, we walked into the dark of the cave but we're just kind of staring in and we're like mm, i don't know that we really intimidate them or they're just gonna murder us inside of there like yeah, they like, didn't know how many hobgoblins were in there like yeah. do we really like man we, there's a lot we don't know about any of this well, <laughs> I think, you know what going. let's go home we'd already fought something else and we're like really low and like well do we think we could sleep somewhere and then come back <laughs> 
And it felt like a side <laughs> quest anyhow. Trying to think it was like, yeah. It was like, does this have to do with what we were really wanting to do? Like, yeah. Like, wait. And that's when I knew. That's when I knew that this was the game for you guys. <laughs> this is the game of like, no, nah, this is I'm dumb. Like, Let's figure out a different way to make life. money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did we, uh, did everybody name their character yet? Or are we waiting on that? Oh my or? God. No. Yeah. Uh, we can if uh, we want, if I, I don't want to put anybody on the spot if they're not prepared. But Gail did. She did. Mm-hmm. She, are we, so Gail, you are going to be playing Salty Sally Hill. Nice. Salty Sally Hill. I Sally am. Hill. I'm sending it in the chat there. <laughs> Tremolo. 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 It's a it's a thing that you can do on string instruments to make like a vibrating sound. You hit the same note a bunch. Yeah, yeah. Thing. What a great name. What a great name. name. <laughs> oh man. Awesome. Does is David any close to a name? No. Oh way. yeah. Oh totally. Wait, wait. Do I really have a delay of you know? Uh, reputation for not coming up with names quickly oh, no no i have i have no idea uh like i just you had a look uh, of concern on your face when they went through salty sally and tremolo so quickly and it was yeah, like, I, don't, you got? I, don't my, I don't have my last name yet but i think i'm gonna go with nesbit but i normally Ooh, yeah. go by nez nez yeah is that with his s or a z oh z definitely z. a z yeah nez. yeah what are you talking I about i love that yeah nesbit nesbit yeah nice ah <laughs> uh, nesbit Sally Hill, the salty one, and Tremolo. So I'm a Christmas alum. I'm ex- extra salty. What a fantastic group of uh, of names. This is so fun. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, man. I can't wait to meet these characters more in depth. Uh, on out of depth plays. <laughs> right? Did you see, me? Yeah. Did you see that? Perfect. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. No, let's do it again. Gail kind of stepped. You stepped on it, Gail. You took too you long. No, it was a dramatic pot. Hang on, hang on. Well, I can't wait to see. I'm eyelines here. <laughs> hang on. I cannot wait to see these characters more in depth. Gail, I swear to God, <laughs> I'm gonna mute you. Mute yourself. I can't. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to see these characters. <laughs> I cannot wait to see these characters more in depth on out of depth plays Hackway Heights. Boom. <laughs> Crushed it with all of that going on. Assholes. <laughs> it was really, I was nailed it. I was nailed it. That's why they pay me the big bucks to not say, <laughs> not say <laughs> to, to repeat again and again until you get it just right. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, Once more with feeling. Cuss my awesome. party out and tell them all to shut the hell up <laughs> so I can <laughs> get a line just right. And with that, <laughs> I'm just going to remove them because now they have to stop talking. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, special thanks to Nathan, David, Gail, uh, I'm so excited to play with these people. I cannot express it more than just saying I'm really excited. Uh, and I hope that uh, when these episodes come out, you're able to join us. I'm going to be doing a lot of stuff on the YouTube channel and on the website of showing how I prepare for this game. So you'll get a little bit of behind the scenes look at what I do to uh, facilitate this. 
a storytelling game with my friends. Uh, so join us. See you soon.